that is the only thing I live in moderation about mess. <laughs> it's okay to have a little mess, <laughs> but not too big or anything. Not crazy. too big, but also not too small. <laughs> exactly. You want to seem fun and approachable. Like when somebody's too clean, it's just like, uh, okay, can I even wipe my ass here? <laughs> <laughs> I said that honestly. Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're, we're Quinn, Quinn and, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for each other. Back up. <laughs> Wait, what was the pitch perfect? Baca. Baca. <laughs> I was giving Baca yeah. a little bit. Um, so first of all, Beck and I do have to address some drama. There yeah. is some tension. You might be able to feel it in the room. Um, well, first of all, Beck and I are in a new studio. Yes. <laughs> and you might be new like, space. yeah, new space. So we're excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. But you might be like, you guys are on Zoom. Like, how are you in a new studio? And that's because Beck and I's university, who we have been siphoning zoom from free zoom premium for all these months we've been doing this podcast yeah they have taken my access away and so we no longer have free zoom so (laughs) becca and i officially have some skin in this zoom game we are paying for the studio (laughs) yeah we're officially investing in the podcast literally exciting but um yeah it finally came i thought maybe we had till august yeah Um, or i was just hoping they would just forget Oh, well, yeah, that was there was like something I didn't know. I didn't know what the whole procedure was. It's not like they say like, oh, we're cutting off your access this date. It was just we came on and them's the breaks, as Boris Johnson (laughs) said when he resigned from being the prime minister of the UK. Them's the breaks. Wait, speaking of (gasps) Becca. You yep. okay? First of all, first of all, another <laughs> second of all, first of all, we need to address. Beck and I have our first guest in studio today, yeah. and it is my beloved dog Teddy, my youngest. Yes, or my second youngest. And Teddy, do you have anything you'd like to say? And that was brave, and I think yes, I kind of agree with that. Yes, I think I agree. So I thanks, I agree. Teddy. I think Teddy yeah. is willing to say what a lot of us aren't. Um, yeah. And that's to be completely silent. Um, <laughs> Teddy did make such a weird sound, truly, when yeah. in the pre-recording he like swallowed, and it was it was quite the sound. He always um, does that. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, um, but yeah, we welcome Teddy to the studio. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, but Becca, as I was about to say, you are freshly back from Espana. Espana, yes, my time in Barcelona. Literally, it was amazing. Tell me, <laughs> tell me everything about it. Uh, okay, so first of all, it. Okay, I loved it. It was the most fun ever. My mm-hmm. first time out of America. Yeah. What an accomplishment. Yeah. So great. It was the hottest I've ever been in my life. Physically really? warm. 
because it is, as you know, everywhere, the whole world is going through a heat wave mm-hmm. and there's just simply no AC. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to just be walking around, walk in a building and be hotter than you were outside. Yeah. It's that, it's that time in the summer where my apartment does not have AC. I'm not sure if we've established that yet on the pod, but my, my apartment is regularly warmer than it is outside. And that's just terrible. Especially like right after it rains, it's terrible because I know like outside is like significantly cooler than inside, but I just have to like live with it. And that's crazy. And actually, Mm -hmm. so I was staying with one of my best friends, Neela. Yeah. And so she's been living, she lived in Granada for like basically a whole year and has been in Barcelona now for like a couple months and her apartment we did discover on the second to last day did have AC she was just pressing the wrong buttons and assumed it was broken oh my god but what a dummy JK, Neela, JK. <laughs> JK, Neela, but, LOL. But no, I was like, girl. Um, but just to feel the relief, it was it was fine. Um, I was like, okay, if I had to be psychologically tortured just to have this feeling of euphoria, basically, when I felt the cold air for the first time, it mm-hmm. might have been worth it. No, not having AC is like a, it's, it, it, it's so tough, actually. And people don't talk about it enough. No, it just, it being so hot just makes you not want to do anything. Literally, you have to sit or else you're, like, the other day, I was literally just sitting in my apartment, sweating. Like, I was literally sitting. I'm sat in a chair and I'm sweating. Like, what? Yeah. That's not how things are supposed to work. And then, oh, I journaled about this yesterday, but I was so, I, it's like hot in my, it's so hot in my apartment that like getting ready, like after I've showered, I just need to take another shower. Like if I'm going to do my hair, like I have to exert and like move my arms and everything, everything, everything. And so like, by the time I'm finished getting ready, I'm like, oh, it's time for me to hop back in the shower. Yeah. It's too much. It's It's way too much. It's way too much. And something also about Neil's place is that the, and this problem seemed actually unfixable. Her cold water was broken. (gasps) So you you could only cold water the cold water was broken isn't that just so, water like what <laughs> doesn't it no, come cold all the shower water was burning hot bruh i know i could barely shower that's terrible I, like, environmentalists loved me for this week because i <laughs> could barely shower it was like 35 seconds and it was like trying to get all the cool water that i possibly could so that was crazy. And then I got terribly sunburned and I, I, I just couldn't take a shower because I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Boiling hot water starts spraying me. You just buy like a squirt bottle and you're like. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, but yeah. So other than the heat, Europe is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And my flight there was great. Um, it's so fun also because there's so many different cultures there and people visiting mm-hmm. that like you don't know where everyone's from. So like, okay, this was hard for me because I'm a person who loves to compliment people. Yeah. But you just can't really go up to a random person in Barcelona and compliment them. Yeah. Because 
who's who's telling where they're from or what there might be a language barrier yeah exactly and it might confuse them really bad and think like that i'm being aggressive maybe Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you just don't want that Uh, teddy is currently knocking over the computer and i'm apologize about that um (laughs) teddy Teddy wants to say something (laughs) (laughs) he's eager i will say okay the first thing i did in barcelona you know how people are always like, hey, like in Europe, be so careful about theft and your things and uh-huh. like always keep your things on you. Like never stop touching your phone, never stop touching your bag. Mm-hmm. Which really I found careful. that to never be true. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was not a victim of any crime, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've heard st- a lot of stories, particularly I knew and stuff getting their stuff stolen. But um, I was like, OK, I'm going to be so careful about everything. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I did when I was there. I was trying to buy the bus ticket to get to Neela's house from the airport. And so it's a kiosk where you buy the ticket. So I put my card in. I had longer nails on than this at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to pull my card out of the kiosk. So you're like, you need like and tweezers. I, I, like I couldn't. So I asked the man behind me, can you grab my card out of this machine? And so a stranger has my debit card in his hand. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then I had to do it again and have him hold my card again because it didn't, I, work. It didn't work the first time. And I was oh like, goodness. oh my God, that is like a, a stranger had my debit card in his hand. And that is the very thing they tell you not to do. <laughs> never let a stranger touch your card. That's like yeah. Emily in Paris. I've never seen was, the show. It just feels like something she would do. It was very Becca in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Becca in Barcelona. Yeah. So yeah. that was slay. Um, but yeah, we saw a lot of fun sites, did so much fun stuff, walked around a lot, bopped around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell in love so many times. That happens. Yeah. Particularly with the Irish community because a lot of Irish people go on vacation in Barcelona, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was this, yeah. But, um, there was this Irish comedian that we went to like a comedy night <gasps> at a club. He was exactly my type. He had a tote bag. He was pretty funny. He was like 35. <laughs> it was awesome. And he was super Irish. So I was like, wow, mm-hmm. the man of my dreams. But the man of my dreams. The man of my dreams. I'm gonna and move then, to County Cork and be his wife. <laughs> no problem. But um, <laughs> then another Irish bartender asked me to be his wife, and I said, "See." Sí. So that was cute. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess I have at least like three, like, situations where it's like, oh my god, like both of us will always wonder, like, what could have happened if I stayed in Barcelona longer. And that's, that's exactly perfect. what you want to leave vacation with. <laughs> exactly. Wondering, thinking. A will they, won't they, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect because no commitment, but all the time to daydream about it. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, crazy. it was lovely. Yeah. What was your what was your like favorite thing you saw? So we tried to go to Parkwell, which is like the place in the Cheetah Girls where they're mm. they're all at the top of the city at um but it was closed when we went so we went to El Mirador which is just a lookout over the city mm-hmm. and that was amazing 
Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, that's so fun. Uh, yeah. Becca in Barcelona, greenlit <laughs> by Hulu. <laughs> Literally, I can't believe it. But yeah, I would definitely go back, especially in the winter. Uh-huh. When it's like of a tourist. Yeah, exactly. And you have those sunglasses in your hair like a tourist. <laughs> tourist. I was Naomi Campbell. Yeah. I was very tourist. Uh, oh, also something about Barcelona, I guess. Mm-hmm. S- someone warned me about being blonde in Barcelona. Yeah. And something that happened, I think because I was blonde, I was played many many practical jokes were played on me by strangers. You know the shoulder tap and then you look and it's the other way. That yeah. happened upwards of seven times to me in the street. Bruh. That's kind of <laughs> annoying. I was like, <laughs> no, literally. It'd be like funny I- <laughs> like once or twice, but if that happened to me like seven times, what do you mean? Yeah. And I and I fell for it every time, which is the most annoying part. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It was I was like, not another joke. No, literally. It's crazy crazy yeah luckily I think I'm like imposing enough like because I'm just gigantic a little bit and so like I don't think anybody would like approach me from the back trying to be like <laughs> you're just too tall for that I guess I know they're like, they're, like, jumping. <laughs> they have to be like yeah <laughs> they're, like uh... slam dunking <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be annoying for you then to yeah. the states are you experiencing any reverse culture shock Oh man. I think people are a little bit nicer in Spain actually. Mm-hmm. So, but I, oh, oh my God. I now am like ready to eat dinner really late also. Um, like my time sort of shifted, not just jet lagged, but like what time I expect dinner to be. Uh-huh. So I, I kind of think the Europeans are slay for that though. Yeah. Like, 11 p.m. Let me have a cigarette and <laughs> one half hour, two half hour. <laughs> two half hour. No, but I did partake in cigarette culture. Um, Wait, I saw the cigarette to... vending machine video. That was my favorite dispatch from Becca in Barcelona. Yes, yes my vlog. I, me and Livy did find a cigarette vending machine. I was like, legally, I have to purchase from it. There's literally and... one at Boots. Really? Yes. Boots is a bar in Becca and I's college town that both of us, you know, frequent and stuff like that. It's literally, yeah, it's in the back by the bathrooms. And it's like fully functional because I went to see some of our friends there and I was like, is this like an actual like functional cigarette machine? And I believe it is. Oh my God. I never knew that in my life. And there's another bar that I go to in Pittsburgh semi-regularly where first of all, you can smoke indoors. Second of all. All right. (laughs) Second of all, um, they have vending machines like down, but they're just regular vending machines. Like they're not even special smoking ones. I think they just have like a snack vending machine that they fill with cigarettes, <laughs> like packs of cigarettes. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was fun to partake in. Also. Okay. Lauren, my friend from home has yes. been begging, pleading, crying on her knees for me to try gin and tonics <gasps> and one time I took a shot of gin, which isn't, you're not supposed to do that. And I did that and it was obviously horrible. So I thought that I just needed gin. <laughs> you're not supposed to, it was literally terrible. Mm-hmm. 
I tried a GNT in a spawn mm-hmm. and it was so good. Yeah. So gin and tonics and cigarettes. That'd be oh, a good, yeah. that'd be a good drink for you. I feel. Yeah. I love it. I, I, Julia Kreitzer, our friend was the person who first introduced me to gin and tonics. They're really nice. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. wait, so when you say cigarette culture, what do you mean by that? I want to, I need to know. Do you just smoke Simply, a lot or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much just smoking cigarettes a lot, but also like on the boxes there, mm-hmm. they have like the like medical warnings mm-hmm. so it's like a doctor being like mm, and like gums like all decayed and it's like uh it's crazy because like they aestheticize the process of smoking but their literally. boxes are literally so ugly because it's like all the worst things that could possibly happen but i do not condone smoking cigarettes i had to do it for that week i was in europe you have to but... you have to partake you have to play along exactly but i'm not addicted i even left my pack in europe so oh my it's all goodness. good yeah well is like vaping a thing in europe not really because mm. they never really stop smoking cigarettes exactly so why vape because like the u.s <laughs> i i think it's fully crazy how like the u.s we like stop smoking here like mm-hmm. or like not everybody stops smoking but like kids especially like before like jewel was founded like yeah it was over like our generation was not smoking was not interested in smoking cigarettes nothing Mm -hmm. the truth those commercials those were literally doing their job you gotta gotta go swipe it left boom literally jewel and which do you know the backstory of the jewel no it was created by stanford graduates who were i believe in a they were in grad school or a phd program Mm -hmm. one of them was an engineer and one was a business major guy mm-hmm. so Red they abound already exactly but they <laughs> met because they were smoking cigs between classes and felt like they got looked at dirty so they're like we need to like make this more beautiful and uh-huh. market it to people as like it being cool yeah we need to make smoking cool again yeah and they did which I would argue smoking has never not been cool. I'm sorry. That should have, <laughs> we should have discussed that on Problematic Faves episode. When somebody smoking. is smoking a cigarette. It makes you so They're much hot. I don't know what to yeah. say. I know. I don't know what to say. And it's so glamorous, especially in like old movies. Ah, oh, like a cigarette. The long ones? <laughs> Literally. There's nothing more. There's nothing more glamorous, I would say. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, people are always like, ah, oh, smoking's dirty. It's gross. And like, yeah. Like that one bar I talked about that where you can smoke inside. Do I have to wash my clothing literally every time I come home and my hair mm-hmm. because it also smells like smoke? Yeah. Yeah. But. It's sexy. I can, I can <laughs> see why people do it. It's like. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. No, just like holding something like this. Literally. So slay. Literally. <laughs> Slayage. <laughs> i fear Wait, yeah but to... seriously kids don't smoke yeah don't smoke guys especially Mm-mm. especially like vaping and stuff i don't know yeah to me that looks dumb <laughs> yeah no if you're gonna be if you're gonna be cool smoke a cigarette <laughs> yeah and reject modernity smoking. embrace tradition <laughs> tradition cigarettes oh, vaping God. is one of the places where modernity has definitely failed us mm-hmm we Don't had it perfect with it. the acoustics. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to reinvent the wheel. 
exactly. Um, but Quinn, what have you been doing since I was on vacation? I feel like it's oh been so much time, but I'm just curious how you spent it. Goodness. Well, I've just been in Pittsburgh. I actually worked quite a bit. Ooh. I have like a bad boy paycheck coming this week. So <laughs> nice. Congrats. Excited about that. But continuing in the grand tradition of my mom's summer, mm-hmm. I have been reading. Ah, uh, yes. I've been reading something that Beck and I have already talked about on the podcast. And I need, <laughs> I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be so brave right now and give a visual. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're slowly, slowly, slowly creeping into being like a visually oriented podcast. It's okay. So I've been, I've been invested in a series. <gasps> um, <laughs> Wait. These are my there's, infinity stones. Um, so many. Literally. Um, so for those of you who are listening on audio, I'm holding up um, the four Heartstopper graphic novels and then the Nick and Charlie, which is the Heartstopper novella um, oh on top. And so I read the first one a couple weeks ago, but something about the Heartstopper novels is that they're very hard to get a hold of, but I somehow managed to do it. Um, oh, wow. And so now I like, own like everything Heartstopper except for the coloring book um and, and are you trying to get that I don't know I feel yeah. like I wouldn't actually color in it all right fair enough but yeah so I did read all the Heartstopper books um and I was a little emotionally broken afterwards I do have to say so oh god I'm, I'm still very much reeling I just finished the novella the other day which okay so first of all the first two like heartstopper graphic novels are the first season of the show and so I like knew everything that happened like there are a couple of different details and stuff but you know Mm -hmm. basically big themes I saw and then third book we get into a Paris trip which they also did that on sex education the fact that like the fact that, which is me saying this as somebody who traveled internationally with my high school, but like the fact that they just like go to like, you know, France for like a day. That's crazy. Literally. Like they get on a bus to go to France. Like what? They get on a coach. It's Nick, wild. Miss the coach. What are you doing? <laughs> like something like that. I don't. Yeah. And so they take the Paris trip and I, I just, this woman, Alice Oseman, who writes these novels she's crazy she's truly crazy wow just in that like does she illustrate as well yes yeah wow wow because wow. she started as like an author so heartstopper i think know all this stuff about the universe now but yeah it didn't start with nick and charlie nick and charlie started as like side characters basically oh and so her first novel is called solitaire and it's about charlie's sister tori who's like the <gasps> creepy one the just forlorn like, one yeah literally <laughs> the forlorn one <laughs> no no because in the novels literally whenever she shows up it just says like appear like in like the <laughs> like alice oseman fully like fully implies that she like apparates just out of nowhere like no what i thought she was a ghost the first time <laughs> she shows 
Ah, you're like, this is a okay. different kind of show. She's um, always at home. We never see her out of the home and she's always only talking to, to <laughs> Charlie. So, oh, anyway. yeah. So, so Nick and Charlie started as like side characters in her book. Okay. And then Alice Oseman wrote the Nick and Charlie novella as like the follow-up. And these came before the actual like novels. Oh. Or not, not novels. This came before the actual like graphic novels. Mm-hmm. And so this one takes place like a year and a half, two years almost after the last one currently. Okay. And it's crazy. It's crazy to see where the relationship goes. It, because I was like watching the show, obviously I was like, okay, well, where does this go? Because I feel like with romance, it's always like, especially when there's like the crush involved in the romance phase, it's always like, it goes up to the crush and then it's like, oh, over, everybody's happy, done. Yeah. But Heartstopper is giving very much, okay, what happens after? Ooh, how, yeah. do, how do people continue to navigate relationships? How mm-hmm. do relationships change as new elements get introduced and all this kind of stuff and things happen with people in the relationships? It's so, it's really so good. I'm so excited for the adaptation because like, there's some really great stuff about like mental health going on um, in like the second half of the series. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's genius. Oh, wow. So do you think that, is there any word on what season two, what books that will cover? I don't know because there's one more graphic novel coming. The last graphic novel, the last graphic novel comes out in February. Okay. Interesting. Um, and so I think that will bridge like the gap between where the fourth one ended off and like where the Nick and Charlie novella begins are almost kind of close to there because Nick and Charlie, the main conflict is like what happens when Nick goes off to college, like Nick's getting ready to go to college or uni um, Uni. and him and Charlie are kind of navigating that. Um, or failing to do so um, not to spoil the book anyway mm. um, but yeah but yeah wow. so yeah so much happens I wow. yeah I'm like obsessed it, it, it's really good also I need to talk about another obsession of mine mm-hmm. which first of all I don't know Becca's stance on this but I am like as anti-Amazon as you can be in modern day society. I mean, I haven't yeah. like deleted my account or anything, but <laughs> guys, anyway, <Yeah. laughs> we're Amazon critical. However, yes. one Amazon entity I'm like currently obsessed with, Goodreads. <gasps> I just got Goodreads. <gasps> really? Yeah, you need yeah. to add me because okay. <laughs> Goodreads, my friends were all like telling me to get on it and stuff. And so I did. And I've been using mm-hmm. it all summer. And yeah, you can like set reading goals. You can like mark books down to read. It's nice because now I can keep that all in one place as opposed to like, exactly. I used to leave like tabs open on my phone of like books oh. or authors and stuff like on my browser, on my phone. Oh, gotcha. And now it's all just on Goodreads. It's like letterboxed, but for books. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's great. And you can leave little reviews. I'd be writing reviews of like the books and stuff. I was I mean, talking to somebody not? and they're like, you are a reviewer of the books. And I was like, I try <laughs> to keep them short. I don't be like putting full ass essays or anything like that. Right. But yeah, it's, and it's also, in. it's also fun because like it tracks, like you can enter what page you're on and it'll say like, oh, oh. 20% done. 
Oh, okay. I need to I need to go back in and see all those features. Yeah, and then your book goal, like if you set like my goal was 10 bucks, which I'm now at like 12. Wow. Nice, nice. Um and so I'm at so it's like it'll be like it says like four books ahead of schedule or something. It just makes you, you know, feel good about yourself. Wow. No, the other thing about Heartstopper is that I did read them all like in one sitting. Like every book I would read is I would like not all of them. Like not all like oh, four. Oh, oh, gotcha. I have I have heard of people doing that. They're like, I read them all in one day. And I was like, so that's that's a lot to put yourself through like emotionally. <laughs> oh wow. Um I but I read like I would read, I I did it like a book a day over like five or, or four days because I had already read the first one. Mm-hmm. But like I would basically just sit down for like the graphic novels, so they go quick. Like an hour and yeah. a half and then the novella maybe took me like two hours wow I love a light read literally no it's so fun and so it's so good. empowering because it's like yeah, it's like I did it literally I can read it's like a it's like a small little task <laughs> because sometimes when a book is too like I'm so guilty of I'll read like five pages and I realize that oh my god I've been thinking about something else this whole time so I have mm-hmm. to go back and read more literally it doesn't happen on light reads for me I usually don't get that with like multiple pages but I'll like read the same paragraph over and over again because I won't pay attention to it yeah (laughs) I'm like I'm like kind of bad bad with books maybe it's just because I was reading about um I forget where part of it was in Heartstopper but I was reading about like OCD and Mm. they like a part of it is like you make rules for yourself and I'm not self-diagnosing myself with OCD at all but like Mm. I do I do not like like not ending on like a chapter yeah like a book yeah Yeah. and I'm like is that but no um Mm. anyway could be Uh, (laughs) could be who's really to say (laughs) watch this space um I also yeah saw a movie I I was I did I had a really like weird not weird weekend just a different weekend Mm -hmm. I didn't like make any plans to go out and I just spent like Friday and Saturday night with myself lovely sometimes which was interesting because Friday night I went to go see Marcel the shell with shoes on okay so I heard it's the best move of the year my cousin got retweeted she tweeted a review of it and got Uh retweeted by director Dean yes yeah but oh I my god it's amazing. no it's it's honestly I cried several times like I was okay. like I wanted to cry several times <laughs> yeah the emotional depth of this little one in shell it's crazy <laughs> well oh my god I feel like I need to see it now because like yeah I'm no, so ready. No, he like changed my outlook on life. Like Loki, like I was like, yeah. I saw the movie and I went to go see it at the Manor, which is like a famous theater here in Pittsburgh. It's like a historical mm-hmm. landmark. Um, mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, I'm moving soon. And I was like, okay, well, I like need to go and do this like thing before I like, you know, vacate the area. Mm-hmm. And um I was like, I just went and then. It, it was just the cutest little movie. It's just this little shell who lives in a house. And then a man moves into the house because it's like an Airbnb. And the man is one of like the only Airbnb guys to ever notice that like he's there. Aww. And he has all these little like all these little systems and stuff. And he lives with his grandmother. So like his grandmother's a big character. And but the rest of his family got like 
separated from them basically and they explain in the movie mm-hmm. so i won't talk about it too much but it, yeah oh, it, it's like about oh like God. finding your it's about finding your family it's about like Aww. it's about grief it's about oh my god it's about like moving on oh my god it, it was so good and it was just wow. like it was just it, it made me very like it made me think about life in a different way because like marcel the shell with shoes on is somebody who has been through things in life but they haven't made him like cynical Mm -hmm. in a way like he still approaches life with like such innocence and it's just it it gives it, it just gives you like an alternate path like what if instead of you know every time something goes wrong for us what if instead of being like oh the world hates me the universe is out to get me what if instead we were like okay well that wasn't you know the right thing and so now we can go and find the right thing and the right thing yeah. will come and it's okay mm-hmm. and it's like there's just like an there was an innocence and a naivete that he approaches life with that was yeah. like refreshing yeah Sagittarius so you know that I'm an optimist literally and I was like <laughs> I was like okay I need to take some pointers from this little shell yeah um, did you used to watch Marcel on YouTube I've watched like a couple of the videos because I'm a I, I love Jenny Slate obviously publicity right. is seminal to my life Oh, absolutely. Um, a cornerstone of my life. Um, <laughs> you could say. I would say. Um, and also like, yeah, so I really like Jenny Slate. And then I heard her on, I heard her interview on Las Culturistas, which is a podcast mm. I really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. She came on and like promoted the show and stuff. And so that was kind of how I heard it had been turned into to a movie. And then mm-hmm. I saw it has like a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes or something. And yeah. it was really interesting because she, she talked about in the interview, she was like, I'm trying to make a film for everyone, which is like kind of different in our media oh. landscape because it's like, our, I feel like like media has become like, especially with TVs and movies, it's like everything has like such a specific audience. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm trying to make it like, because obviously like a kid could watch Marcel. Mm-hmm. Like you see Marcel and you're like, oh, that's a kid's character. Right. But literally I'm in the movie theater a 21 year old crying yeah at this movie and I'm as we talked about on formative media I'm not a big kids media person Mm -hmm. but it didn't feel like it felt it had like a depth that like kids movies don't have wasn't it it was an a24 movie right yes it's a24 yeah yeah. so there you go uh it was was really good I think it's so interesting because so Jenny and Dean used to be married yes and I guess they're still amicable. Yeah. Or are not. And we're so invested in Marcel and telling the story of the shell with shoes that they join forces once again. Well, that's part of the thing is you find out that Marcel, like the house he lives in used to be inhabited by a couple who like fought a lot. And then one day the man left. Wow. And so it's like really weird and meta. Like they must be in a good place to like be able to like because it's definitely like in some way like yeah. Because wow. especially because they started working on Marcel when they were still married, mm-hmm. and so like in a way, yeah. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Also, I respect Jenny Slate so much. I think she's one of the funniest people alive. If you haven't read her book, um, called Little Weirds, you must. I should read that. Her brain is just so fascinating. Yeah. Um, she also has a documentary, which is great. Really? And it's like, it's half documentary, half 
comedy, I would say. Mm. But one of the I literally cried laughing when she just goes, "Okay, guys, we're standing in my parents' hallway, one of the most haunted places in Northern America." <laughs> oh my like, god! Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, she was talking about all this stuff with like being from like New England and stuff, and. Mm. It was it was interesting as somebody who was like seafood averse to like hear her talk about her upbringing. Um, mm. Also, I think it's interesting like because it's weird because I didn't know her from like the SNL because like basically she was on SNL Barely. and then she got she was very like famously fired from SNL because she swore on air mm-hmm. by accident and so like that was <laughs> kind of what made her like famous I guess or like a little bit more yeah. notable and stuff but. I just knew her as Liz. I forget what. Not Liz G. Liz G is Nick Kroll's character, but the other Liz. The other one. Yeah, I mostly knew her from Parks and Rec as Mona. Oh Lisa. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her on Parks and Rec. Yeah. But now when she was like, when she has morning sickness, when she's pregnant, and she's like, she like spits in a bucket, and she's like, I just can't stop throwing up. <laughs> she's so funny. Also, she dated Chris Evans. <gasps> Yeah, you didn't know. So why is Chris Evans still tweeting about looking for a partner? Girl, you fumbled the bag. What do you mean? <laughs> no, exactly. I heard from, because they were like my favorite celebrity couple for the period of time they dated. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that she did stand up one time and talked about their sex life and he didn't like that. He mm. seems like the type. Yeah. Especially he with that like dungeon he got. <laughs> you haven't you heard about that? Dun- no. Famously, there is a rumor. Famously, he has a sex room dungeon in his house. All celebrities are into weird sex stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy has something to say. <laughs> okay, speak on it. <laughs> Sorry, he's just gonna bark, and he's off the stand list, obviously. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. He's, he's making his way from the stand list onto the problematic faves list as we <laughs> speak. As we speak. In this moment. Oh, oh also, I did want to say this is random, but I just thought of it. You talked about last week, um, you listening to Muna. Uh-huh. And a song I wanted to point out because I've been listening to what I want so much lately. Song of the summer. Yeah. You talked about the line, um, when I see my friend put something on her tongue, because that's just what I want. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask for some. That's just what I want. Mm-hmm. The line, I want that girl right over there to want to, to date, date me. me crazy because that is all i want yeah Yeah. it's crazy yeah i heard a behind the scenes thing recently i heard i was listening to a podcast uh that's hosted by somebody who was in the silk chiffon music video Mm -hmm. and apparently they were showing like when they were shooting the silk chiffon video they were like playing a bunch of the songs on the album for everybody and they played Mm -hmm. what i want and they were like well silk chiffon is for like the girls and then what i want is for the boys oh fun <laughs> for the boys <laughs> and 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 the two album openers yeah I've yeah. been listening to um I've been listening to that album a lot because the concert is next week oh wow yeah it happened fast literally like eight days and I get to wow. see Muna I have my outfit planned OMG you have to yeah. send me photos literally now and then I have Charlie two days after Oh my god. Like you struck me down like lightning, quite literally. You struck me down like lightning. I hope she honestly plays hot in it. 
don't know why she no would, i saw somebody added it to i was listening to because i was listening to like her set list because i was like i don't mind spoiling like the set list for myself because i've seen the tour already and so yeah and they they added hot in it to the set list and i was like hot in it hot well no because her new song is coming out this week for that other a24 film bodies 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 Oh, that movie looks I'm a so hot good. Girl, I can't wait. Hot girl, rich girl. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So maybe she'll perform that. I don't That'd know. That'd be crazy. I'd hear that over a couple songs on the set list, I'll be honest. Wow. That was we a feel, catch up. Yeah. I feel like we had a lot to, we had a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. We covered it all. And we didn't even get to mm-hmm. the fact that Beck is in Sweden right now. <laughs> crazy. Do you feel held by him? <laughs> Uh, that oh was God, a terrible Swedish accent. That. I don't even know. Yeah, Midsummer, my fave movie. Would you say it's your favorite movie? It's in the. It's in my top. Um, I picture my favorite movies like a cake, mm-hmm. and it's in that top tier. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So Baka and I are gonna throw to a cheeky little break yeah and then we'll be back to get to today's topic guys i'm scared (gasps) and we're back (laughs) becca is sad about it so today's topic yeah we like to be positive on this podcast mostly i would say Yeah, we try. Our final segment is engineered to end on a positive note, Mm -hmm, if you mm -hmm. haven't caught on. But Becca and I today, we're going to go a little, not even negative, I would say. Because, well, this actually gets into the first (laughs) question. Today, Becca and I want to discuss pet peeves. Yeah. So, Becca, to you, what is a pet peeve? Oh, good question. Okay, Mm -hmm. so a pet peeve is something that it's usually behavior- Mm-hmm. or a happening yeah. that bothers me mm-hmm. it has the ability to make me angry if yeah. i focus on it but it is not something that will debilitate me in my life yeah i yeah. would say so yeah is that how yeah. you describe it as well yeah it's not like a it's not like a huge issue because mm-hmm. when i was thinking of something it's like you know racism isn't a pet peeve let's say like no, yeah that's, that's just like a bad thing that <laughs> is it exists much worse yeah um, yeah <laughs> but like a pet peeve is just something like um because pet like I, feel like I looked up the etymology when we decided we were going to do this and it's like yeah pet was like i actually kind of got it right in my mind because it's like pet you think of like animal but it's actually mm-hmm. like pet like oh i have this pet project like it's something personal to you Oh, okay, okay. And so I also think there's like a certain level of like uniqueness to it. Yeah. So like something that like specifically like grinds your gears. Mm-hmm. Like Caters something that to you. Literally <laughs> something for whatever reason just bugs you. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah. Yeah. Becca. Thorough. What's a pet peeve of yours that you want to share publicly? Ooh, okay. I think my biggest one. I did write a little bit on uh-huh. this. My biggest one mouth noises i am so sensitive to chewing Mm. like people eating with their mouth full and like Mm -hmm. i can if i can see the noise your mouth is making like 
drives me crazy. One time someone ate an apple super close to my head and I was like crying. It was terrible. I just, you describe it, it does make me actually like, it's making me kind of like hot. Like, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, oh, I just hate, I'm very sensitive to like food. I, mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to get like weirded out by food things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just someone like this noise of someone chewing. It's just uh, honestly just, oh, I have to could leave you, rooms. Could you do like a gross food challenge? Like if you no. ever watched, you probably hate this, but have you ever watched like Survivor when they do the gross food challenges? Yeah, no, I, I know that I would not be able to do those things. You'd be like the girl like throwing up. Yeah, I, I mean, like- I sh- sure, I would try, especially if there's money on the line, but I yeah. know that I wouldn't be able to hold anything down. Yeah, because they I'm, eat like, uh, they eat crazy stuff on that show. Yeah. They don't like, do the, they don't do the weird food challenge as much anymore. Probably Well, not weird food. That has a bad connotation, but just like food of the Un- unorthodox food <laughs> food that americans aren't used to eating yes delicacies but, of other parts of the world yeah I, I mean yeah it's oh god no literally that game on the late late show james uh-huh. Corden, where <sighs> they have to yeah. eat the food or, uh, well don't they do I the would thousand year old every question don't they do the thousand year old egg on that one yeah which that's, sounds like shit that's when they do on survivor Okay. Yeah. No. I would. I would answer every question. I don't care. I would not. The eat other one they food. do on Survivor is, well, Survivor is not even questions. It's just the challenge. Like the challenge is just who can eat. You just the fastest. have to eat. Yes. Ugh. Like who can get okay. it down the fastest? They and did you would that hate stuff also, on the challenge. And you would well. hate it also because they have to go. Ugh, to prove they finished. Like they physically have to like. Ew. At, like stick their tongue yeah. out of their mouth until they, they swallowed they, it. They used to do that on the challenge, but it wasn't mm-hmm. anything ever too disgusting or terrible. There was this other one that I always remember. It's called a balut and it's a fertilized like chicken egg. Oh, and they're like gray. Yeah. And you can like fully see it. It's just like a dead yeah. little, it's like a little baby chicken, but like dead. Oh God. Never made out the egg. Um, yeah. That upsets me so much. Yeah. Yeah 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 mm. oh you know who used to eat with their mouth open who my roommate my old roommate uh, <laughs> which which we are doing we're teasing an episode i'm so excited for the roommates episode because <laughs> we are gonna do a roommate this episode becca's current slash former roommate macy is gonna be on the episode yeah. that is gonna be yeah. when sh- we invite her on absolutely to, to share yeah but I have so many, I, I feel, I wish I wrote more of my bad roommate stories down because now I already feel myself forgetting them. Oh no. (laughs) Also, I see him everywhere. That that's insane. Cause I literally saw him like three times and I I had a class with him. I saw him in Starbucks last week. Well, we had stagecraft together. Oh, right. I forgot. Last semester, but I literally (sighs) saw him in Starbucks last week or this week, maybe. anyway anyway but my roommate used to I'm not gonna make the sounds my roommate used to like oh he like that wasn't because first of all didn't like him already second of all like that made me like yeah it's terrible so it's a pet peeve of yours as well I'm not really I would okay like you just don't love it because sometimes not to call him out publicly but like my dad I don't that if you're listening mm-hmm. sorry i gotta call you out for sometimes having your mouth open when you chew a little bit loud eater not yeah, yeah not as bad as you know the roommate but yeah um 
And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me until it bothers me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like it's something I'm not hyper aware of, but like when I become aware of it, I'm like, so why are you doing that? It's always when, if you're eating with someone, you stop eating and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's been going on the whole time. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, oh. sometimes I do get a little irrationally afraid that like I'm a loud eater. Okay. I've never noticed it from you. So I don't sure. think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I think I, I am, but I get like irrational irrationally afraid of things sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so yeah but that's a good one I feel like that's yeah. that's a pretty common one yeah I would say so too not to say you're unoriginal or anything but just you know no but fair enough what's thing. your what's your biggest pet peeve do you think my biggest one especially with like social media culture mm-hmm. actually this does get me pretty hot it might be my biggest pet peeve okay so literally if any of like the unpopular opinion trends are going around just know I'm in the trenches. Just know I'm fighting for my life. Because if you have an actual unpopular opinion, great. Unless it's like, you know, weird. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, unpopular opinions, they can be cool. I feel like I have a couple, maybe. Yeah, sure. But when people present something as an unpopular opinion, there's just a popular take. <laughs> like that actually makes me want to, hurt somebody like physically <laughs> oh my god like being like i don't know like unpopular opinion poverty is kind of bad like what do you mean yeah of course like, it girl, is. we got that oh my god like oh poverty or <laughs> poverty poverty <laughs> unpopular opinion you follow unpopular opinion 10 plus year age gaps mm, kind of weird like <laughs> yeah it makes me like it makes me it, uh it makes me physically like is it does it bother you especially if like the tweet has like a ton of likes yes okay yes. i think that's part, <laughs> yeah. of it as well. yeah. that's part of it as well because it's so clear it's so clear that you just tweeted that so you could get likes you, yeah. you did it for the views and the likes and the engagement <laughs> but you still flopped How? but you still flopped <laughs> but you still flopped because you ultimately cannot think for yourself exactly no oh, yeah oh my god I don't, like I'm getting so mad talking about it. I didn't think I would get no, but it makes no, me that's... irrationally like so what was how do you pronounce the one that was like SEO Tuka Punana? What was it? Wait, what? What <laughs> it was the one that ran around and I think it was something from another language, or maybe it wasn't, but it was like SCO, but it was like unpopular opinion, but in like a in a different language. Do you remember this? Wait, what? puka wait what did you say wait unpopular opinion s c o i don't know how to spell it what i i i feel this is making me feel crazy okay pet peeve gaslighting literally (laughs) my gaslighting is a pet peeve of mine I don't know what it was, but I, I feel like maybe somebody will uh, else will remember this, but like, it was just like, wait, okay. There's an unpopular opinion Reddit. And so now I have to read a couple entries. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. I'm sorry. My Siri turned on. <laughs> oh, sure. She scared you a little bit. Yeah, she did. Um, Jump scared. So okay. Ready? Know. Ready? This is, a, yeah. this is, a, this is a good unpopular opinion. I would say. Being okay. naked in your home slash garden should be socially acceptable and normal. It's part of what a human is, and it is neither weird nor sexual. 
Yeah. Fair like, enough. see, that's fair enough. We could, we yeah. could talk about that. It's weird how it's socially acceptable to hate children. Why? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just, why is that weird? Maybe I'm just getting mad, but yeah, I, yeah. Mm. No, I see that. Mm. I get that. I think on that, like on a similar note, um, any account like Dory oh. or me, like things that someone just who retweet, just steals tweets. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, dude, just go to bed literally or get a hobby or anything. Yeah. Mm hmm. Get a job. Get a fucking job. Literally. <laughs> and you're just stealing. You're just stealing. Yeah. And I feel like the unpopular opinion tweets just do that also. Yeah. Steal. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was sick to my stomach when I got... I, I'm not sick to my stomach, but I, I like... Because when my when my little Ben Platt tweet, like, kind of popped off, for me at mm -hmm. least, it got, like, 150 likes or something. Yeah. And then I saw somebody had tweeted like the same thing as me and got like a bunch of likes. I'm like, well, now does it look like I was copying that person? Mm. It was just parallel thinking. It was just an easy thing to grab. The good thing about, I mean, did you tweet it after that person did? I forget. Okay. Cause Twitter, you know, I don't know if I checked it, but Twitter does have the timestamps. And that's yeah. the other thing about like Dory and stuff is you can always go and like, see that like, see the original. even though I don't think they're that much of a thing anymore no definitely like i don't not. think there are like full accounts where like that's their thing yeah like people that's still steal tweets like... and stuff like that but i feel like it's on a smaller scale now yeah it's it was very like 2016 to like have a twitter like that yeah Instagram like that yeah mm -hmm. locals another pet peeve get off twitter yeah twitter is a culture and you have to commit to it yes you, ha you, you have, have to, to give yourself over on. to it yeah or just, just don't show up when somebody says they don't like Twitter, honestly, it's a red flag for me. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're using it wrong. Literally. Or you just don't get it. And you're not like, it's crazy if Twitter's not your favorite app. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. And also something I love about Twitter that I have to say, like, especially with the new, with the recent Instagram update, mm -hmm. um, because now Instagram, there was like a whole thing about how the CEO is taking the Instagram is basically just going to become TikTok yeah. as if it wasn't already. Instagram mm -hmm. is the worst offender of this, but I love how Twitter, like literally, I, I don't know if it's just because Twitter users are so unhinged, but remember when Twitter tried to add stories? Yeah, and they and got bullied. And, and we literally bullied Twitter so hard as a corporation that they took, they, it down. They took them down and it's just not a thing anymore. They like, I think it. that's good. I think that's how things should work. Yeah, exactly. We should I, be able to bully you. Yeah. So, we, we should be able to bully corporations to be like, hey, this is what we want. Yeah. Corporations, the government, elected representatives, all of you. None of you should be safe. Yes. Government, why don't you work like Twitter does? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen imagine, to what I say and make imagine, me laugh. No, literally. <laughs> imagine if we like treated healthcare like fleets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we could have had so much done by now. Like, like what do you mean? crazy. Guys, oh my God. Especially with all the old people we have running our government. Girl, they can't do anything. Exactly. Joe Biden has COVID. What's he going to do right now? Oh, I forgot about that. Literally. Oh my God. I was, when I saw that, okay, I have to share one of my psychic moments because I was talking to... Um, Is it the end? What? Joe? No. Uh, well, okay. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Because... <laughs> Because uh, something I feel like the 
Becca might not know about me, but also the users may not know about me is I'm like a huge politics nerd. I kind of knew that. I'm like a very big politics nerd. Like I, electoral politics are like, like election season. That is like the closest I will ever get to understanding like what people feel about like sports, I think. Wow. Okay. Like I'm very analytical. I know what's going on. I'm very interested. And this happened the other week because I've been meaning to talk about this because I wrote in to this news show I really like because they have AMAs every week. And I asked a question, literally they've been doing them for like months. I ask a question, literally first week they're like, oh, from Quinn. Oh yeah. 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 And they they had, cause I was asking about the, um, the uh, elections going on here in the state of Pennsylvania and Mm -hmm. in like the title, it said like PA primary. And I was like, Hmm, I wonder if turned it on, they have timestamps, went right to the timestamps and they go, um, this next one is a really good question. It's from Quinn Murphy. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I wonder if, (laughs) so guys, right in, it feels nice. Anyway. But I'm a big, where was I going with this? Oh, I'm a big politics nerd. And Mm -hmm. I was basically talking to my friends about how like, it's very likely that 2024, it could be just Biden versus Trump again. And one of my friends Mm -hmm. goes, can't Trump just like die? And I was like, I just go, honestly, at this point, I'd be fine with either of them dying. (gasps) Next day, next day, I did my yoga practice. I look at my phone afterwards. Joe Biden has tested positive for the coronavirus. Manifested. I, I finessed it. <laughs> my fellow Whoops. Delawarean, I said. She now, will be dead. No, if he <laughs> dies, like that's going to be crazy. That will be crazy. No, he, no, not even for like the political ramifications, but like. Just no, to I'm die. actually going to have to. I'm actually going to have to find like a. Like a guru. I truly no. I you're so spiritually literally. I truly believe that if Becca and I were given the proper training, we could each harness like a pretty powerful gift. Oh yeah, I know that for sure. Yeah. Anyway, back to that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, but that's another good one. Like, especially with like, I don't even know this is a pet peeve exactly, but like social media companies being like just trying to copy each other. Yeah, it's so boring. Or, um, how about? anything in capitalism trying to copy each other (laughs) it's very annoying (laughs) literally it's like i feel like twitter is like i feel like twitter because there's all this stuff about like with elon musk buying it and stuff that's like twitter has Mm -hmm. like a bad business model basically right but i don't care because you know what twitter like knows what its product is i feel it gets it it gets it it understands what people want out of twitter but like Mm -hmm. instagram doesn't understand what we want out of instagram no it does not instagram understands Literally, Instagram understands what we want out of TikTok, and they're trying to do that now. Yeah, it's bothering. But it's like we have TikTok already. Mm -hmm. So why would I just let TikTok be TikTok? Exactly, and let Instagram be Instagram, girl. Literally, they're getting just do your own thing. Yeah, be who you are. But I guess because like, but I guess because Instagram stories like so overtook Snapchat stories is that they like figured out that would be like a good thing. But it's because it's because Instagram like, I don't know. She could die. She can die. (laughs) No, well now I like Snapchat because my Snapchat private story I be posted on there all the time because my Instagram close friends it's basically in in its deathbed right now because it's like 
there's so many i i have so many people on instagram that like i feel bad not having certain people on my close friends list but i want my close friends list to be like an intimate experience yeah and like snapchat i feel like i'm like hidden away yeah like i posted something kind of heinous on my snapchat story today not kind of heinous but like you know well i'm sure you did i'm sorry i'm missing it something a little petty (laughs) and it was like you know (laughs) i know oh okay yeah uh Okay, Becca, what about, what? what's another pet peeve? Um, okay, this one is specific to me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, these two kind of go hand in hand. So this isn't pet peeve really, but I am extremely claustrophobic. Uh-huh. And it kind of, I don't know if it's like tied into this, but like when people touch my things, I get very... I don't like that. You're very, you're very materialistic, but not in like the negative connotation that it usually has. I mean, I think it is a bad quality, but. I'm finding through this podcast because like I, you, you do have like a reverence for your things. Yeah. I'm like, my things are my stuff. And (laughs) that's mine actually. (laughs) Don't be touching that. (laughs) Don't touch that actually. I think it comes from having a sibling who, when we mm-hmm. were younger, he would steal things from me. And I I was always in daycare because both my parents worked and things would be stolen from me. So now I'm like, oh. Hyper vigilant. Don't touch my stuff. Like, just don't touch it. Like, I don't want my stuff messed with. When my sisters, like, come over and they sleep over in my room, if they're like touching my things or they put their bags down, I get really annoyed. And I'm like, I'm so sorry because I want to be a good host. Literally. But like, don't put your stuff in my room. And it's mm-hmm. like crazy because they're staying there. So they have to. I just have another pet peeve. I have to write it down. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sort of feel that. It's, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel bad sometimes because it's like, even when I trust people and I know they're not going to like break anything or like do anything to my things. I'm still mm. like, get, I'm still weird about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just strange. Yeah. Cause then it's like, what if they break it? Like, what are you going to do about that? Right. Like I'm going to freak out personally. <laughs> I'm, gonna freak, I'm about to freak <laughs> out actually. Oh, I'm going to freak out. I'm about to beat this bitch up. <laughs> I'm about to beat this bitch up. Literally. So true. So true. Okay. <laughs> the dogs the dog the dogs are literally barking they're literally barking my dogs are literally barking one sec you can keep talking and i want to know your next pet peeve anyway okay so my next pet peeve is um when i have written down which i talked about on the podcast before but like over planning i hate like oh. people who need like a like it's fine if you want to. I'm I'm a very organized person. Becca knows that about me. Like I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. organized. Like I like I don't. Not much gets past me, but I do it in like a chill Sagittarian way. Yeah. Where, but like some people who are like militant about like who have like Virgo, like Virgo is what I think about when I think about <laughs> this. Yeah. And this is why they're so low in my sun sign power rankings. Aww. But like, like people who just have to like plan everything it's like oh makes me it like makes me I don't know if it's just like my Sagittarian impulse for freedom I don't know what it is exactly but it just makes me a little crazy yeah I feel like I'm when I plan my own plan I'm like oh great 
But if it's on someone else's plan, I can't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like when someone else does it. But I don't know. I am kind of a planner and it's something Mm -hmm. I'm like learning to come to terms with because I wish I was so free and flowy. And sometimes I am. Mm -hmm. But most of the time I'm like, oh, we got to go. Yeah. Oh, another one of my pet peeves is if you are asking somebody, so Becca texts me and is like, Quinn, my friend, would you like to hang out? And I go, yeah. And if Becca texts me back, okay, so what would you like to do? You initiated the plan. (laughs) You tell me. To me, to (laughs) me, to me. That means you have an idea of what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like you just texted me because like for S's and G's, like what? No, like people like. Interesting. Yeah, I, it, it bothers me because I feel like in some of like my friend groups, I'm always like the planner. Oh yeah. Like people always look at me to like plan stuff when right. I never like volunteered, but I'm just the person who is like going to put in the stuff to like do it. Mm-hmm. And so people are always like, people text me and they're like, oh, what do you want to do? And I'm like, you literally asked me to hang out. What do you want to do? It's like, what if I didn't have to make the plan for once? Because it's like you said, mm-hmm. like, it's like, as the person who makes the plan, you feel like a certain level of responsibility. Right. And sometimes I don't want that. Yeah. I'll be honest. That makes sense. I'm, I'm, I'm a young adult. Responsibility is something I'm gravely afraid of. Right. I'm constantly <laughs> running from. So scared of it. Literally. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, that's interesting. Uh huh. Is that mostly with like college friends you feel that with? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's always just been me. I don't know what it is about me that I like make people think I'm like a planner mm. or that I'm the person to go to. Gotcha. But like, yeah, I'm like the ideas person. Like I kind of like tell everybody where to go. Mm-hmm. I'm also, maybe it's just cause I'm like a natural, like I'm, I find i feel like a very like natural leader mm-hmm. also recently I got like I delegated something because <laughs> delegated was, like, yeah like recently me and my two friends went to this thing and I had never like we were going to the certain event that's like you know kind of like regular and mm-hmm. um we like needed to buy tickets for it and so the one friend was like I had to be like, okay, so can you like take the lead on this because you actually know how it like works? And then mm-hmm. they actually like did it. My dad makes fun of my mom all the time for being like a delegator. But like in that moment, I was like, I just delegated so successfully. <laughs> nice delegating. Literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. But like, I don't know. It's just like, maybe it's just because like, I feel like I have to plan everything all the time with like my friends. And then when they text me being like, oh, what should we do? It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe, or maybe it's just because like, I feel like when I ask people to hang out, I always have an idea. Right. But I don't know. That's interesting. Just doesn't sit all the way white with me. (laughs) I feel like if, I don't know, it depends on like college friends, I get that. But like my home friends, like, we ain't got shit to do. So it's usually yeah. like anybody. 
have where we kick any, them back. I like, yeah, like you just have to scrape together something to do. So yeah, but I get, that's that's interesting. In Pittsburgh, there's so many options, so you better yeah. come with ideas. Literally. So my last pet peeve that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. This bothers me so much because it's happened so much to me. I hate, hate, hate when men approach me. And <laughs> full stop. Full stop. <laughs> approach me. Stop. Stop approaching it. that guy. <laughs> please. <Literally>. Please. <laughs> Begging. No, when they approach me and they ask, what's up with your friend? Or who's your friend? Talk There's to her. Talk to her. There is no reason in the world why you should be going to someone's friend literally. to ask about them. Literally. Like, it's crazy. You got the courage to talk to somebody. Why not the actual person you were interested in? Literally. Like, why me? Why literally. me? It, yeah. it, it's so annoying. But also, what also really annoys me is if a friend is being approached and you're like in a kind of a smaller group setting and the person that is like, it's usually a guy because anyway, um, the guy is like talking to your friend and will not, even if you're in a really small group, will not make eye contact with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I had this experience very recently, actually. It's so scary. It's yeah. like, okay, I get it. You hate me. You don't think I'm attractive. No, also, like, if that wanna... ever happened to me, that'd be such a big turnoff. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you mean? No. If you, as the Spice Girls once so bravely said, if you want to be my lover, you've you got to get with get my with friends. You've got to get with my friends. <laughs> Literally. And they laid like, it out so simple like that. And everybody started the song. Yeah. <laughs> How large is the rock you live under if you don't know that rule? <laughs> Yeah. I just want to know. Circumference. Oh the gold diameter. Rule, literally. You want to get with me. Yeah. Literally. Crazy. No, it's, I, I recently had the wild. same thing where like um I was at an event with my two friends and um there was like this guy that my one friend like has, you know, a certain relationship with. And he mm-hmm. was came over and talked to my friend. Both of us are standing there does not make eye contact with both of us for like the five minutes he's talking to his friend, to our friend. Uh, like what? Like, hi, hello. Hi, I'm right here. Hi. It's crazy. Like we're clearly all together. Here's friends. Yeah. Like what? That'd be so weird. If somebody came out to me and they're like, like if I was with like you or someone else or someone else, like I'd be like, yeah. so what's going on with that? Yeah. So what the hell was that? <laughs> That's big weird to me. That's big weird. It's so strange. And it's like, it has to be like, because you, I usually, at least if it's a stranger mm-hmm. who's talking to your friend, usually it's like, oh, g- like, I don't want this other person to like dare think that I might be interested in them. Yeah. But it's like, why can't you just talk to people as a human being? Literally. Or, or, or literally. literally look no, at it's them like, de- like it's dehumanizing to pretend like somebody's not there. That's exactly what it yeah. is. It's scary. And it's also, it, it's the same thing. It, it, it's a similar thing to what you were talking about where somebody's like, oh, what's your, fr- who's your friend? Yeah. Like, like, who am I? I know who I yeah. am. I don't know who my friend is. I only <laughs> I'm know a living so w- much. <laughs> I don't know who this man is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this man. Sorry, this man. No, literally. Literally. It's, it's crazy. It, what do you mean? Yeah. And it's usually only men who do this. Yeah. 
I could not see a woman doing that, to be honest, in the most no. binary way possible. Yeah. <laughs> Gender queer people, I could see like a 50-50 type thing. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that, yeah, you never know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk to people. Be nice. Be kind. Yeah. yeah. Be a kindness punk. Uh yes. <laughs> in Chromatica, we're all kindness punks. <laughs> yeah, Let's but- stay playful together. That was so slay. <laughs> I know. I kind of <laughs> got way it said that. <laughs> What? A, I have a bunch of those like saved on my phone. What was the other one? Um, I don't know. They're so funny though. Lady Gaga is <laughs> so funny. I can't take it. She's one of the funniest people ever. I think she's hilarious. So one of my other pet peeves I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. This one is super specific to me. Would you know what I was talking about if I used the term backronym? Wait. Am I supposed to? No. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's like a phrase, I think. Backronym? Yeah, backronym. Backronym. Okay, so I'm taking the words back and acronym. And those are the exact two words you should be taking. Okay, amazing. I still don't know what it means, though. It's when you like reverse engineer an acronym. Oh, okay. So if you give me like OMG. Yes. I had to be like, oh my goodness. No, but it's like, oh. okay. So the main place this would come up was when I was in Model UN. Yeah. Backronyms were a huge thing in resolutions. Like resolutions were basically like something the UN passes to like solve a problem, let's say. Okay. And so, like, if somebody wanted to, like, establish a committee, they wouldn't just call it, oh, the this committee. Oh, the that. Like, they would call it, like, search. And then I I don't know why this came to me, but, like, I don't know why search was the word I was trying to make work. But mm-hmm. it's, like, Southeast Asian Research Committee for something that starts with an H, let's say. Oh, so you choose the acronym first and then choose yes. the words that. Yes. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's a pet peeve. Yes. Bothers wow. me a lot, actually. <laughs> okay. And it can used to you be, tell? It used to be an inside joke with my friends. Yeah. Like, cause, cause, well, mostly between me and my um, high school boyfriend because we were both in Model UN famously together. I was right, both. Yeah the vice president and the first lady on my Ava Perone vibe of the model mm-hmm, team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if we'll remember from the high school episode, keep up guys. Um, <laughs> wake up. We're in class. Wake up. Rise, Rise up. up. Don't sleep on us. <laughs> Don't sleep on us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it would always, it would always be some like stupid shit. Like, Oh, search star. Um, radar like it would just be any word but it was it would, they just like reverse engineered it it was just inorganic it's pretentious it's really yes, pretentious yes and it was it was annoying yeah. it's just anyway it's like it, it's just form <laughs> it's it, it, it's like one of the epitomes of form over substance yes yeah because like they would just make a cool name but then the committee wouldn't even do, fucking do anything it's like the epitome <laughs> of like what everybody complains about with bureaucracy yeah wow no this is You've identified the biggest problem in America today. <laughs> yes, backronyms. It's a threat. It's a threat to our way of life. It's a threat to our economy. It's a threat to everything about our society fundamentally. Um, 
and I feel like I've identified it. No, but that is a very yeah. like me thing. Like I remember, I mean, I and you know what I'm starting right now? The bad committee. Backronyms <laughs> are death. <laughs> so. See, I talked back and this is what's so special about Becca. I taught her what this is less than five minutes ago and she's already in the game. She already knows. <laughs> Cause I'm a poet, babe. Literally. All right. <laughs> she didn't even know it, but she did know it. Um, yeah, but okay. I did. I have Sorry. a couple more. Okay. Okay. I don't know if this is just my phone, but when it says your phone is connected to a Wi-Fi network, but your phone pretends like it has never worked properly before in your life. And it's yeah, because you're connected to like Xfinity Wi-Fi. Xfinity Wi-Fi is one of the villains of my life. I feel Oh, just like the free Wi-Fi that is like yes, just the network. Areas. Not even yeah. like I have Xfinity Wi-Fi in my house. That is what is powering this podcast right now. Yeah, like I have no problem with like Xfinity, the company. Like yeah, at present moment, but the network Xfinity Wi-Fi that is literally like everywhere. But their communist service death to all of them because it never works my phone is always trying to connect to it it will fully say i'm connected to wi-fi and then my phone will be like can't load page can't load page i can't play a song i want to on spotify i can't load a podcast i can't do any of the things i want to do because my phone is not connected to this fake wi-fi network and so constantly 30 (laughs) times a day i go yeah whenever i leave the house i just turn the wi-fi off Oh, and this stupid ass phone right in my hand. Yeah, I'm talking about you. I, when I leave my house, you should know I'm far enough away because I'll be like across the street and it'll still be connected to like my Wi-Fi. I'm like, girl, you're doing too much. Exactly. Stop struggling. After 10 feet, call it quits, babe. Quits. There's just no need. There's no need for all that, actually. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another thing because suddenly my phone will just not work and I'm like girl I'm trying to punch it like what is going on <laughs> yeah I'm trying to listen to a song literally Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> freaky girls could come out at any time and I have to be able to listen to that <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> on the spot literally on the spot <laughs> hot girl like there's so many songs literally right. oh my god <laughs> the Borkin. <laughs> And then one that I thought about while I was, um, while like this is the one I had to write down earlier. Mm-hmm. Clutter, I would say as a category, but specifically okay. when things are on the floor, when there are like foreign objects on the floor. Foreign objects. Just, and by foreign objects, I mean literally anything. Something that's not supposed oh, to be okay. on the floor, that's just on the floor. Oh, okay. Okay. But not like where you don't know where it came from. Like give it. Yes. Okay. Like gotcha. I am not somebody who has ever like thrown my clothes on the floor. Yeah. Me neither. And like not put them or like just shit on the floor. I think it's because I fall a lot and tr- <laughs> I'm a tripping hazard. I'm fully a tripping hazard. Always have been, always will be. <laughs> it's going to, it's, it's how I'm going to die. I, I already have it figured out. I'm going to suffer a fall. Oh I don't come back oh, from no. and it's going to be a slow, painful death. That's what I'm convinced about in my life. Anyway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I can't have things on the floor because something I'm going to do is I'm a trip. It's a trip. And I, think- I, I thought you were going to say that you fall a lot. So you've seen the floor and how dirty it is. No, I don't care. <laughs> sure. Girl. Interesting. 
I was raised in a barn. I think that's why I don't have any like health issues or anything. Like I think, like I think I'm just immune from things. I think that's why I've never yeah. got COVID. I think I'm. I think I'm just immune from things. <laughs> Literally, because how else? Science cannot explain your body to me. You've evaded COVID so many times, through so much. Oh my god! I yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah, I hate when things are on the floor. I have this joke <laughs> I do with myself. I have a bit because I do live alone, and so. Right. Every time something's on the floor of my apartment and I like, trip over it and I get mad, I go, who put that there? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's good and stuff. It's funny because the answer is always me. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody else comes here. Because it's Who said that? <laughs> when I find who did this, I'm going to hurt you. No, there they. Yeah. I get you. Clutter. I guess clutter also. I don't like when things are like hoarding, like clutter like that. Yes. But I hate when like, like I'm somebody who like, I feel like somebody could come into my space and like feel like it feels cluttered, but I feel like I have like a way to like make my clutter look organized that other like people need to take organized. notes about. Yeah, I feel like I have clutter, but I just make it look organized. Like it's the aesthetics more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Maybe now I'm slipping into form over substance because as long as it looks nice, I'm like <laughs> a lot can be forgiven. No, I'm a firm believer in messy, neat, organized clutter. And like, that's how I feel about my life, yeah. messy, neat. Yep. Yep, it's perf. I'm constantly in a state of mess, but I feel like I make it look nice. Yeah. Oh, I just realized that that is the only thing I live in moderation about. Mess. <laughs> it's okay to have a little mess. <laughs> but not too big or anything. Not crazy. too big, but also not too small. <laughs> exactly. You want to seem fun and approachable. Like when somebody's too clean. It's just like, uh, okay, can I even wipe my ass here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I said that, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> like, there's honestly no reason why I said that. <laughs> oh, <what the> hell? <laughs> oh my God. I, <laughs> like, I meant nothing by it. I wasn't picturing anything. <laughs> I'm publicly apologizing. <laughs> oh my god oh, I, uh, I sincerely breathe. i sincerely apologize to the community of people who live with asses <laughs> that must be wiped yeah sorry apologize wow. to the baby community <laughs> the baby community especially y'all are big target <laughs> oh my god. wow can i even wipe my ass here <laughs> oh my god no but it is it is it is weird and i feel like the pandemic like exacerbated this like people who like have to put hand sanitizer on after like literally everything i'm like girl okay stop because but i am one of those people i wipe my phone with a lysol wipe every time i (laughs) I was about to say i was about to say you're not gonna bring up wiping again right (laughs) (laughs) not in that way but um and i do really love hand sanitizer especially after i i go to an establishment Mm. because if anything i just realized how dirty the world is yeah yeah i also working in service i could i think because i haven't worked in food service i could see that completely changing things it's like you realize like everything everything you thought was wrong yeah no one cares people are gross 
yeah really gross yeah yeah but again so i gotta protect myself raising a barn right so you are immune to all of that i, I know forgot. i think this was like cathartic in a certain sense i feel i got a lot off my chest no because i've been trying to be like a not negative person lately and this allowed me to go there it allowed me to work yeah. out something exactly sometimes you just need a flush oh. literally yeah 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 and today we did in mm-hmm. so many ways yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know what's happening to me anyway Becca's mind Becca's mind is in the in the toilet let's say <laughs> yeah not in the gutter in the toilet in the toilet toilet literally okay. oh, oh my goodness Becca we've well, done it again well we did it that is a pin in our conversation on pet peeves for now. Right in. Tell us about your pet peeves. Oh, yeah. What grinds your gears? Sure. What sticks in your craw? What gets your panties in a knot? Tell us about it. I would love to know. I would love to know what bothers all of you. Is it something about us? Maybe keep that to yourself. <laughs> or, or just... just- Think about think about what Becca and I have said on this episode in particular, and think about if you really want our vitriol being unleashed on you. Yeah. Because I feel like Becca yeah. and I are pretty like even keeled people, and those people are the mm-hmm. scariest when they actually get mad. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Like I like I would fear if I actually ever made like Becca like mad because I truly can't understand what that's like even. Yeah. No. I was gonna say easy if you were mad at me. Yeah. Like, because I. Like, yeah. Because I, I like find I Becca wanted... to be a very calm person. Yeah. So, like, if you were, like, actually visibly mad, I'd be, like, really scared, actually. No, it'd be really... I, I have never seen you, like, yell. Oh. And, like, it with, with anger. Yeah. I think that would be crazy as well. Yeah, I don't do wow. it a lot. I don't like being angry. I'm not somebody who likes anger. Yeah. But sometimes I am angry. Oh God. Man, we should do, we should do, like, a scene together where we're like super angry so we get to like do that right oh my god wouldn't that be fun get to work things out with each other <laughs> exactly it's Do like a form of therapy work. definitely guys i'm scared <gasps> whoa all right and just like that <laughs> and back. just like that <laughs> um so we're going to start our weekly segments, obviously, first with Comment Corner, which honestly, we do have to give you guys a bit of a scolding because- yes. Welcome um, to the principal's office. What the fuck? <laughs> Why aren't you writing into the email? We need emails, people. It's crazy. At this point, like, why are you even listening if you're not going to write in? Yeah, participate. Yeah, it's fun. Guys, Literally, it's fun. I, I sh- It's fun. <laughs> It's going to be fun. And we're all going to have fun. And we're all going to have fun and enjoy ourselves. No, literally. Like I said, I wrote into a show I really enjoy and they read my question and it It was so fun. Great. Exactly. Literally. Like how you guys are denying yourself a fun. No. And you can say anything. It doesn't, we don't, you're not, we're not strict. Literally. We ask for secrets. Yeah. That's great fun. It'll be great. But since we don't have any emails from you flops, we are going to read some TikTok comments from 
the Wendy Williams video that I posted yes. a while ago from thank my time on the show. God, thank Becca God I had it this. saved because literally. something the Wendy Williams show did that is so duplicitous is they deleted clean. the YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. is our generation's burning of the Library of Alexandria. It's the closest thing we'll ever experience. <laughs> literally, yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe they did that. But mm-hmm. okay, so in the video, which you can look up on our TikTok page. Wendy Williams says, I look very young. I look 14 or seven and I say, thank you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the comments were like, yeah, she does look very young or just like, haha, Wendy, blah, blah, blah. Then there's this one from so Coolatch that says she's so pretty. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then the comment right underneath that is, I understand saying 14, but seven, haha. <laughs> guys i feel like we can all agree i don't look 14 years old yeah <laughs> okay okay i sensed a little hesitation from you i'm just I, I maybe i'm maybe i'm overly intellectualizing this which sometimes i uh, sometimes i do do this with things i'm yeah. just like well who's to say who looks whatever fair enough like you could be like like you could say i look 58 Okay. Like maybe I just look good for 58. It's like when you ask a child how old you are, have you ever asked like a young child how old you are as an adult? Uh, I don't know. Like like next time you're around a five-year-old, ask them how old they think you are. Really? They they come up with the funniest answers. Oh, fun. Like when I worked, like when I worked at the summer camp, Mm -hmm. um, I would ask like my five and six-year-olds, I was like, how old do you think I am? They'd be like 35. 46 Um, (laughs) it's like they don't know 82 they don't get it quite yet (laughs) yeah well Wendy Williams is not (laughs) five year old (laughs) and that's fair and that's fair and that's fair oh yeah no I mean I guess also you definitely have to be like over 18 to be in the Wendy audience right I swear yeah because she talks about sometimes rants and stuff (laughs) literally and says some has some horrible takes you literally yeah yeah it's all right i guess i'd rather be youthful than be decrepit can i but can i share i can't wait to be old really like i think being old is such a magical thing i feel like i've come around on it because i'm watching rupaul's drag race all stars seven right now and Mm. rupaul's drag race they used to have like older contestants but now oldest person on the show like in recent memory is like well actually in recent memory there was somebody who was like probably close to like 40 50 but anyway Mm. but like it'll be one if anything it'll be one like person who's older and then a bunch of like mid-20s to early 30s people and then some seasons there's just not even an older person anyway but there's like someone because it's an all winter season and one of the winners probably like the oldest person to have ever won is like kind of pushing like 50 and she's like which isn't even old but like she just has like a there's just something so fun about being old I find that like there's a confidence that comes with age that's just I can't wait to achieve that yeah that is kind of fun I can't wait to be like that sure of myself and like my eccentricities yeah like, I feel like we, like, I feel like sometimes we frame, like, being, like, stuck in your ways is, like, bad, which, like, it is bad for certain things. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're just, like, particular, like, 
It's fun. It's kind of fun. Like I love, like one of my favorite things ever was watching the Fran Lebowitz like Netflix thing. Did oh, you ever I watch that? Watch that? No, but I pretend I'm it's a city. I like all I want to be is like an eccentric old woman. Like that's what I want to grow up <laughs> as. Yeah. Like Fran Lebowitz it. lives my dream life. She lives in a house. She like doesn't have technology. She has books. She just reads, walks yeah. around, smokes cigarettes. Like that's what she does. So true. And, and like just has things. an opinion for a living. Like, could yeah. you like that's all I want to do? I just want to have opinions. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the only things I think I'm actually good at. Like <laughs> <laughs> speak my motherfucking mind. I'm objectively good at. Um, and speak on it. Oh, and there's also this old woman I've been watching on TikTok. I need to send you one of her videos, Becca. Her kids are, like, trying to get her to eat healthy, and she will just fully, like, cuss them out. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, she apparently she loves, like, mocha frappes from McDonald's, and they're like, oh, mom, we're going to replace your mocha frappes. Maybe you can try these. Like, And they're, they're, like, those little premier protein shakes. Mm -hmm. And she goes, Michelle? get that shit the fuck out of my house right now and she's like an old like decrepit woman like saying that wait wait is it the lady who was yelling and she was like she's trying to fuck with my frappe and then she's like sorry yeah got me yes. okay yeah, oh, yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> yeah no she, and she makes like people. weird faces uh-huh She's all up, all up, all up in the bank with the funny face. No, I like, <laughs> I spent like a night like watching literally every video of her I could find. <laughs> I need on to that watch account. more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She's so funny. She's my obsession. I kind of can't wait to be old. She is the moment. I'll say it. <laughs> Brave of you. But yeah. Okay. So now we come to the point where we get into our manic pixie moments of the week and our jump scares of the week. So a jump scare is a time. Where the fear of God was just thrust down upon us. <laughs> the devil had become incarnate and we had to fight the devil off because <laughs> we have the fear of God in our hearts. We fear the devil, but more than that, we fear God. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, Becca, <laughs> I'm losing the accent. I'm losing the accent. <laughs> yeah. Becca, what? What? <laughs> What gave you the fear of God this week? So actually so relevant right now because uh-huh. I wrote this down actually earlier today. And that is that I took my dogs, my physical dogs, not my feet <laughs> on a walk yesterday. And yeah. there was another dog across the street. And uh, these three, my three dogs barked so much that Teddy said you're talking about me you're talking (laughs) literally I heard you're talking so that's crazy but um (laughs) and Teddy yeah it is about you because you were the main perpetrator (laughs) yip yapping away at this other dog scared the shit out of this tiny dog and I was so embarrassed that my three yippy yappies just wouldn't be quiet Mm -hmm. and so that was my jump scare and then of course they also barked throughout this entire episode so you know only the best literally our first yeah. guests and we didn't we didn't even know we didn't know how to wrangle them in no they could yeah. not be tamed a la my my Cyrus. um but yeah so quinn what was scaring you this week may i ask what was scaring me mm-hmm. this week honestly i'm gonna say it i'm gonna i'm gonna start the beef okay 
good children copying us. That was that was my big jump scare yeah, of the week. Yeah, because it was rude. It was so crazy. As you guys know, our episode, when, when you're listening to this, it'll be the episode from two weeks ago when Becca and I so bravely talked about vacations. Mm-hmm. That was posted on Friday, July the 16th, by my calculations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good Friends Podcast comes out with an episode on Wednesday, July the 20th, also talking about vacations. No. So. And it's just like, there's no such thing as a coincidence. No. So. No, not at all. The team was on it. Yeah. I like recently just got, I, like I, I listened to all the episodes of Good Children over the week and I was like, it is kind of weird how, you know, they're, because we started like the same time, basically. Really? I thought yeah, and started... have like almost the same amount of episodes. Oh wow! Like there are a couple ahead of us. I but like, say, I feel like they post so much. Yeah. And yeah. they're believers in the short form podcast. Becca and I are not. Oh really? Wait, how long are their podcasts? Like thirty to forty minutes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> all right (laughs) all right okay cool okay okay no but the vacation thing I did text Becca Becca I didn't know we were I didn't know we were beefing with them but then I text Becca I'm gonna read I'm gonna read an actual Mm -hmm. quote from my friend Becca Mm -hmm. um I go oh Wednesday I listened to it um we were talking about something in the day also some a word I use a lot in my text messages is I will send a singular text saying the word also mm-hmm. and like that's a that's me moving on to a different topic so Becca yeah. and I talked about something earlier in the day and I go also can we talk about how good children released a vacation episode the week after us copy much mm-hmm. and then Becca replies and says truly despicable nar because the way I see them as our biggest competitor <laughs> and now obviously we are on their radar <laughs> so it's true it's like I don't know. And we are the underdog right now. And I'm fine with that. Literally. Because eventually we will have our day. Yeah. In the sun. We could we we could have a crossover with them. I feel like we have like very different vibes though. Yeah. I feel like they're very much more rehearsed, I would say, than us. Really? I don't know. I've never listened to a full podcast from them. I'm saying I've listened this. to every episode of their podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll be honest. But they I feel like- are they're crazy though like listening to them kind of I had a little bit of like I felt good about myself because they're crazy a little bit what do you mean by that like some of the things they did when they were young like they were a little crazy oh okay interesting like I don't they know. would like like especially Joe he would like photoshop like himself at events and just fully be like oh I was at the Oscars but like it wasn't ironic it was like he was genuinely trying he was to, like, really trying <laughs> literally wow okay fair enough and like bought Instagram followers and like did all this stuff. And it was like, <laughs> it's so interesting. And I'm like, yeah. I did crazy. I did some crazy stuff, but I don't, I don't know. The craziest thing I ever did. I had a friend who had like 400 unread text messages on her phone. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so cool to be like that popular <laughs> and have like, so I downloaded Tinder at the ripe age of 14 or something oh my God, Becca. <laughs> and just matched with everyone and said, Hey, you should text me. This is my number. They would send me a text and I would leave it on red until I had like a thousand messages. For what reason? Like who else is looking at your phone? 
No, one time I, I a few times I did get the satisfaction of like someone. Becca, why like, do you have so many my... messages? Yes, yes. And oh I would be God. like, oh, it's just like, I'm just like, I don't know. I just like don't respond always. It's like everyone, like all the messages are just like, hi. Hi, hey, hi, it's hi. Brian. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. And they were fully like catch it, about to catch a case. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. No, Tinder used to be, you could be able to be on it underage. Yeah. And it would only mm-hmm. show you people under 18. Yeah. Still bad. Not good. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, because I remember people yeah. like I I knew people who had like Tinder in like high school and stuff, and then they got like pushed off of it basically. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, we also have our manic pixie moments of the week, which is a time where you know we just felt like little church girls, little girls Love walking sweet. home from little girls who you know coming home from. Sunday service and we got there early enough to be in the front row we testified we um we praised we praised God Mm -hmm. and now we're done with that and we're walking home we might get like a milkshake with like Jimmy who we kind of like at the congregation um yeah (laughs) and so Bicca well, I, can't, I can't say Becca. How would you say your name in a southern accent? Becca? What? <laughs> no. I'm trying too like, hard. Let me, I need to like say, I need, like, yeah, so we went to church. It was real nice. I went with Becca. Wait, you're right. It's hard. I, I went with Becca. I went with Rebecca. Rebecca. I went with Rebecca. 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 Oh, Rebecca said. Yeah, I don't know. Can you believe what Rebecca said to me? <laughs> Okay, that sounds anyway. So, Becca, <laughs> what was your manic pixie moment this week? My manic pixie moment this week, um, in Europe, in Spain, I did do my duty as a Lana Del Rey stan, and oh. got my friends addicted to Coca Cola Zero. <gasps> yeah, and we just drinking it so much. It's so nice with the dinner. And I was reminded of that video of the man on the beach who's like, Coca-Cola light, Coca-Cola normal, Coca-Cola zero. And I sang that all week. I've never seen that. It's just a man saying Coke on like a Spanish beach. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My friend bought me a large Diet Coke from McDonald's this week. crazy right it was transcendent actually <laughs> i forgot i forgot no. the experience of drink because i used to be a diet coke oh you guys think you're diet coke fiends now <laughs> you will never like that song the way i like that song when i was a child i was the diet coke fiend yeah like it was over and especially because like i remember going to mcdonald's a lot as a child and so mm-hmm. like and i would always get a diet coke and it was just it was, so, there's something nostalgic about it Literally. I don't love bottled Diet Coke or I haven't drank Diet Coke out of a can in a while, but fountain Diet Coke. Oh, so good. Oh, nothing like seeing a movie and getting a fresh Coke Zero that I do prefer Coke Zero. I prefer Coke Zero definitely out of a bottle. Maybe I should try yeah. fountain Coke Zero because I do like Coke Zero because Diet Coke doesn't taste like Coke. No, but Coke Zero. Coke does. Zero tastes much more like Coke. 
mm-hmm. then. But like I've had it, I've enjoyed a Diet Coke, mm-hmm. but once you go Coke Zero, you just cannot go yeah. back, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. yep. LDR. Anyway, what was your <laughs> Manic Pixie moment of the week? My Manic Pixie moment of the week came yesterday when, okay. so to preface, a couple weeks ago, before I went on my little vacation, I bought a film camera off of eBay. Oh, look at you. Like I bought a camera that shoots 35 millimeter film because I was just on eBay one day and um, I just randomly came across these cameras. And if you don't know, film cameras are super cheap to buy because they made a bunch of them and now they're obsolete or not even obsolete, but like people just have them and they don't want them. And so I literally bought like a SLR camera um Mm -hmm. for and it came with a bag for like 40 bucks nice and so I was like why not so I just bought it randomly and then I was like let me just go and so I went around one week I went around one day last week and like took pictures with it and so I still need to get those developed I don't even know if I'm doing it right all the way yet but anyway Mm. but yesterday I was like preparing my dinner and I looked out my little window and the sun was like a beautiful cotton candy sky. And so what did I do? Just put on my little slippers and went out on the street in like my little alley and try to take pictures of the sky. How sweet. I just like walk out like my, like there's just people walking around. I'm just like, Sorry guys, I'm really sorry. artsy and talented. Sorry, sorry, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm shooting on 35 millimeter right now. Yeah, oh. on inspiration strikes. Ah, oh. you must. Act. No, it, it it was very much like that. It was just like, oh, sky is beautiful. I want to go take pictures of it. Yeah, cute. Like I was just like, ah, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> just girls being girls. Um, and so yeah, this feels like something a manic pixie dream girl would do. Yeah, totally. I agree. Wow, how sweet. Well, Becca, I believe we've said it all. I feel mm. like we didn't acknowledge, but this is a landmark episode. OMG, number 10. Number 10. <gasps> crazy. Double digits. We are entering a new era. Yeah. This is honestly crazy. We've been doing this for, oh my God, almost three months. I know, right? Wow. So much has happened, I feel. Literally. Wow. Um, yeah. And so Becca and I do have something special planned and all mm-hmm. will be revealed. We will have a 10th episode special, but Becca and I are nothing if not camp. Exactly. And so why actually have your 10th episode special on your 10th episode? When you could have it on the 11th, 12th. 13th even. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? It could come at any Surprise. time. Yeah, you never know. We get, to like, we get to 300 episodes and we're like, 10th episode special <laughs> thanks guys for sticking around <laughs> literally. literally um but yeah becca and i we're always in the still working on something special for y'all that's what i gotta say about oh, us something we're always working on something special for y'all but yeah we have something a little extra special coming in the next couple weeks teddy knows teddy's in mm-hmm. teddy's that. on the google drive <laughs> yeah signed in under ted teddy's under <laughs> one of our producers theodore even um, <laughs> Oh my god, no, he's such a Theodore when he wears his sweaters. 
Oh my god, not the sweater. <laughs> when he gets up no. in the morning and puts no. on his sweater. <laughs> I was watching uh Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange. I was watching a video called Bob the Drag Queen versus Colleen Exchange. And Colleen is Monet Exchange's <laughs> cat. Um yeah. and there was this one clip from their podcast where Monet like picks up the cat and Bob goes, Oh, so it wears clothes now? Because <laughs> it was wearing like a little sweater. Oh my god. No, picturing your animals like putting on their clothes is like so funny to me. Uh, my mom, my, my dog Lola, the OG girl boss, as we established. Um, yeah, she um she used to wear sweaters. Because little dogs, they can't, like, they're shivery. They get so cold. My big dogs don't really need it. Yeah, true. Okay. Well, Becca, where can the people keep up with you? Maybe see some outtakes from your adventures abroad? Oh, yeah. So I am Becca Hobart on Instagram, Bex Gloss on Twitter, and Where Y'all Go in During World War III on TikTok. You can also find me walking my barking dogs. Quinn, where can people find you individually? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Quinn P. Murphy. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Quinn P. Murphy, but with an underscore after because, okay, guys, this is messed up, right? Because Twitter used to release inactive usernames. But apparently they're not doing that right now. So there's a Quinn P. Murphy. Somebody just has the tag handle at Quinn P. Murphy. Haven't tweeted in since like 2014. No Mm -hmm. likes. Doesn't look like this person ever logs into Twitter. But Twitter's just like, oh, we're gatekeeping that. What? Sad. It's sad. Okay. So you're trying to defeat (laughs) me as a brand. Yeah. You're trying to defeat. You are trying to hamper my attempts to brand myself. I'll see you in court. That's all I have to say to Twitter. I'll see you in court. Now you're messing with my career. Especially if Elon Musk buys Twitter. Oh, I'll see you in court. Oh, trust. Either way, even if (laughs) nothing is going wrong, I'll see you there. (laughs) Me being like, I could take on the richest man in the world in court. (laughs) He would definitely have us murdered. (laughs) Who said that? He He doesn't seem cool enough to do that. Like Bezos, maybe. But... Also, Elon Musk, I feel True. like we need to, like, I feel like there needs, somebody needs to interject. Like, there's too much going on there. He needs to take a 20 nap. Yeah, he needs, he needs to go away somewhere. He needs to, like, go on a retreat <laughs> or something because. <laughs> Jared Leto, get your hands on Elon Musk. Did you? <laughs> take him to your cult retreat. <laughs> Did you see that now he had an affair with the CEO of Google's wife? No. Um. <laughs> And it was just confirmed that he had like twins with somebody who was an executive at one of his companies and his Twitter deal is falling through. He had that other baby via surrogate with Grimes, which like, why are y'all broken up and having a baby via surrogate together? It's weird. Oh my God. And Teslas are getting recalled every second. And his father had a love child. He's such a flop There's a lot going on with Elon Musk right now. And it's, he's, yeah, he's. I feel like he's been in a flop era for like his whole life, but yeah, um, personally, he was born a flop and a flop he'll stay. <laughs> it's written but in the stars. Something is concerning. There's something concerning about it right now for me. Yeah, it's pressing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. Becca, where can people keep up with the show if they are so inclined? Yeah. Definitely follow us on Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram and TikTok. Also on YouTube at Manic Pixie Jump Scare, where you can watch the podcast. Me and Quinn are shockingly beautiful. We've been told so many times yeah. to um, watch the podcast then and also see exclusive content mm-hmm. and see Teddy. Yes, guys, Teddy, our first in-studio audience. Teddy is a very cute dog. This is the first time I've spent a lot of time with him. And I do want to pet him (laughs) through the screen. I have a a real urging to do that. He's so sweet. He is a little haunted, but that's not his fault. Um, And then also please email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com or else we will be so, so mad at you. Teddy just did his voice thing where he hit a little... No, but if I did, like if I walked out of my room in the middle of the night and Teddy's like standing at the end of the hallway... I'm petrified, actually. <laughs> it's scary, especially his legs are so skinny, so he looks super haunted. Also, in the night, um, he just barks at the walls. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the scariest thing ever when dogs do that, actually. No, literally. No, when like, dogs he'll just bark be like, at nothing, like, it's so scary. It's crazy. Like, he's so chill, he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> at the wall. I'm like, ah, pleek. <laughs> no, because, like, everybody knows dogs anyway. can see ghosts. Like, they're spiritually connected in a way we aren't. They're on a different frequency. <sighs> Don't remind me. And he's looking at you to confirm. I know. He said, I know that. I love how he looks at you. Yeah, he loves me. Teddy. He's always like looking back at okay. you. <laughs> Checking in. Checking in. Aww. Vibe check. <laughs> All right. Well. We're, we're Quinn. Quinn. And we're, we're back up. And, and thank, thank you, you. For listening. For listening. Yay. I know Teddy can't hear me but it looks like he heard me when I did that weird sound (laughs) Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart and our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy Becca Hobart and Nandita Mahesh